Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Good music, good worship, good song. It's good to be back with you guys. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Jeff. Kind of miss you guys. It's good to be here. Uh, seems like it's been several months for me, and uh, I'm glad you're joining us on campus or over the internet. And I pray today would be a day of God opening up your eyes spiritually, your heart, and your mind, and uh, use me as a vehicle to speak the truth today. So here we go. Since the COVID-19 pandemic and my knee replacement operation, I've had a lot of time to watch TV and documentaries of history, news, listen to praise and worship, and read some books. Some of my true favorites, C.S. Lewis, The Screwtape Letters, and Frank's Diary, which she refers to as Kitty. And, of course, the incredibly inspiring Viktor Frankl's book, A Man's Search, for meaning. Also, I've been getting a huge amount of God's Word. It's like dessert. You just can't get enough. And before you know it, it's all gobbled up and you got to go back for more. And you've gained about 20 pounds of COVID. 20 pounds. But it's been a reopening of my spiritual eyes. That tells me it's easy to be lulled away from the eternal spiritual to the temporal flesh. I've read these good old priceless books from past and present combined with a myriad of watching documentaries on the history of the world's unending involvement of wars, evil dictators, man's ungodly desire to dominate one another, and to live in a world where evil is to be repaid by evil. By having this time to stop and examine our past and our present, I am quickly reminded of God's plan. His Holy Spirit makes it very clear. A man's war is truly not against one another, but against evil. And unfortunately, that same evil dupes us into believing that our war is against one another. We manifest that war on each other. We lose sight of who and what is really our enemy. Considering what is going on in the world today, and what has gone on since the creation of man and his fall, we need to return to our first love. We need the eyes to see and the ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to his church, and to his people. Romans twelve seventeen through 21 states this, Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right. In the eyes of everyone, 
And if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge. My dear friends, But leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, and I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Remember this, above all things, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. First Peter 3.9 says this, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. I should have known I've had that On the contrary, repay with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. In the message version, 1 Peter 3, 9 says, that goes for all of you. There's no exception. There's no retaliation. There's no sharp tongue, sarcasm. Instead, bless. That's your job, to bless. Be a blessing. And also get a blessing. The eternal kingdom of heaven is made of blessing. You see, I think what humanity history has demonstrated is pretty damn clear. Our polarized, dualistic thinking brings about death and sin, me against you, us against them mentality, white versus black. It's a vehicle and a platform for evil, as well as somehow adds unto us a false sense of superiority, a dominance, an advantage, a control, an authority over humanity. The seed of evil that grows within us as human beings, if we let it, begins when we think we are better than anyone else for any other reason. This behavior, this mindset, and this belief leads only to the destruction of all human beings and all of our souls. In God's kingdom, there is no difference between men. We're all children of God. Brothers and sisters linked together in the DNA of God, truly made in the image of God. Imago Dei. In heaven, there's no superiority. There's no dominance. There is no one less, no one is more. However, man's kingdom, the flesh, we walk according to the flesh. That is why I urge all of us to live with a clear understanding that all have been created in God's image. And we are to walk according to the Spirit of God and not the flesh and of this world. So I challenge each and every one of us today to ask questions for self-examination. 
Where and how do I live? Question to ask yourself, do I consistently live with the understanding that God is an eternal God who is with me and in me wherever I am? And we are all eternal beings. As God said to all of us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Question to ask yourself, do I live with a full understanding that every person in this world is a child of God? And do I see them and I treat them the way God sees them and treats them? And it says, God formed man from the clay and he breathed his spirit into him. Question to ask yourself, do I live my life according to the flesh or according to God's Holy Spirit and his word? Choose this day who you shall serve, mammon or God, but you cannot serve both. You will either love one and despise the other. Because the Bible is very clear in Ephesians 6, verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. We forget sometimes that there are evil spirits that do make us And do make you and I forget. And they lull us away from remembering they exist. And they cause us to believe that our war is against each other. Love covers a multitude of sin. Instead, be kind to each other. Tenderhearted. Forgiving one another. Just as God, through Christ Jesus, has forgiven you. Yes, I know it's much, much easier said than done. I think it's been clearly demonstrated as to how far human beings can degrade to extremely evil behavior throughout all human history. Beginning with Cain and Abel, Adolf Hitler's reign of Nazi Germany in 1930s and 1940s with death, torture, and destruction of six million Jewish people. Not to mention the millions of civilians and soldiers lost as well as other current-day examples of fleshly, most evil kingdoms. We are in a constant war against evil that has only one goal, the destruction of God's greatest creation, us, mankind and his soul. We must be able to learn from history, his story, God's story, Jesus' story. I think God, I pray, make me like you. Help me to live like you. Help me to love like you. While Jesus was nailed to a cross, he demonstrated what it meant to bless your enemies. And pray for them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He did not return evil with evil, but returned blessing and forgiveness for all of us that committed evil against him. You see, love is not easily offended. Stephen, the young deacon, while being stoned to death for his faith in Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, did the same as Christ. He prayed for his enemies. Father, do not hold this sin against them. Love is not easily offended. The gift of true forgiveness is always a doorway into deeper love. 
and eternal life. Jesus Christ is the greatest human being and the one and only true God of all creation who was able to save the entire world from sin by doing just this, blessing his enemies. I'm going to say it again, the gift of true forgiveness is always a doorway into deeper love and eternal life. Forgiveness and love are always that which breaks down strongholds in heavenly realms. And it is always the true reality. The lives of Peter and Paul are perfect examples. So I would encourage you not to fix your eyes on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Jesus made it very clear in his prayer for us that it was about relationship and unity in the Father through himself and with each other. Because through Christ, we are all one. In John 17, 20, 24, he prays for all of us, for today's Christian, for today's human being. And he says, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me wherever I am. And I see my glory the glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. And I shared this word today with all of you because I believe more than ever, ever, at a time, we need to be in tune with what is really going on down here on earth in our hearts and in our minds. It has always been and will continually be a spiritual fight for our souls since the fall in the garden. The difference is we have Jesus, His Word, and His Holy Spirit as our strength. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. If any of you need help in forgiving, help in being able to return good for evil, instead of returning evil for evil, I want you to place your hand on your heart, wherever you are, and pray this prayer with me. Lord God, help me to love as you love. Please help me to walk in good and not evil. Help me to see eternally and live my life in a state of forgiveness, grace, and love. Make me more like you every day and give me all of your Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for hearing my prayer. Through your wonderful name, I pray. Amen. I have one more thing. I know it may have been a little longer than normal, and I know my delivery might not have been as clear as it needed to be. But Ecclesiastes 3.11 says this, He has made everything 
everything beautiful in its time. And he has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to the end. And in the incredible and unforgettable words of the Holocaust survivor, Viktor Frankl. We who lived in concentration camps can remember men who walked through the huts comforting others, giving away their last piece of bread. They may have been few in number, but they offer sufficient proof that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstance. To choose one's own way. And to choose good in the midst of evil. Amen. Bless the people, Don. And so can we stand and, and let's, let's, let's sing this chorus, um, the chorus that we just learned. My soul sings, and it says, with all my heart, I love you, Lord. You're my first love. You're my reward. And through the years, you've been good to me, so good to me. And Sean is reminding us of the goodness of God, that when there is a lack of peace, that our God brings peace when we seek to know and to love and be changed and transformed by God. So let's sing this chorus together again. With all my heart, I love you, Lord. With all my heart, I love you, Lord. out to your friends, whether they're on your right or your left, and let's pray for one another today. God, I bless my friend, and I thank you for the love that you want to bring into my friend's life. God, bring them peace. God, open their eyes to the places where there is no peace and help them to bring peace. Help them to bring love. Help them to bring encouragement. Help them to bring transformation to their friends and their families, and their loved ones this day and throughout this week. God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for this word that Sean brought to us today. And God, we pray that we would be encouraged and changed and challenged by it this whole week long. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Amen, everyone. Have a wonderful week. 
continue to sing and to pray over your friends. Come back to the words of Sean's message, being encouraged to bring love, to bring mercy, to bring life, to bring forgiveness, to bring grace and to strength to your neighborhood, your communities, and all those around you.